Hi, and welcome to another edition of Menopause Buddies. Today I'm joined by Hannah. Hannah's a medical herbalist and she specializes in dealing with women who are in the menopause. Hi, Hannah. Hello, thank you very much for inviting me to join you today. Oh, pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Um, Hannah, would you like to start by just telling us a bit more about yourself? Um, yes, I'll try and be brief because I could <laughs> I could waffle on for a very long time. So um, I came to alternative medicine by accident, really, when I was in my um, early teens. And I got chronic fatigue syndrome. And it was very obvious very early on that the doctors weren't able to offer any help. And so fortunately, I got taken to see lots of different alternative practitioners, um, including a couple of homeopaths and a hypnotherapist. Um, my parents were so impressed by the hypnotherapy that they both quit their jobs and retrained as hypnotherapists themselves. Oh, wow. Yeah. Goodness, what a story. Yeah. Well, yeah. my dad came out of the police, of all things. That's quite a career change Yeah. from police to um, hypnotherapy. And my mum came out of teaching and they set up a quite a successful practice from our home in South London. Brilliant. And then my dad and I did a Reiki course, which was what saw off the last of my chronic fatigue. Um, and then he started using Reiki on some of the hypnotherapy patients who also wanted Reiki. So I was the extra pair of hands after school when I was about 16. Um, and I sort of started to learn then about the mind-body connection and how everything's very closely interlinked and the metaphysics um, behind illness, you know, the meanings and the symbolism mm. behind different symptoms. Um, and I went on to train in herbal medicine. So I um, started at Middlesex University and after four years of quite hard training, <laughs> graduated in 1999 with a degree in Western Herbal Medicine. And, and that seems a very long time ago now. So I've been in practice ever since. And over the years, things have kind of um, evolved, really. So I've um, worked all over the UK and done a bit in Australia and New Zealand as well. Um, and a few years back, I kind of realized that perhaps herbal medicine on its own, although it was brilliant, it was struggling in some ways because I was seeing patients who weren't getting better as fast as we both hoped. And when we delved a bit deeper, it turned out that actually they were, you know, working long hours in jobs they didn't like, and they were eating convenience foods or takeaways, and they were going to bed late and getting up early and trying to juggle family and career like so many of us do. And it just wasn't working out for them. And they were getting up and doing the same, you know, day in, day out for years and years and years. And herbs with the best will in the world are not not able to sort of fix everything when the basics and the foundations of good health just aren't yeah. in place which is why I introduced health coaching into my practice. And first of all, I did it by, you know, writing them a beautiful program to follow and just giving them this lovely book with all the instructions in to follow at home. And surprise, surprise, that didn't work. It wasn't until I started introducing weekly calls where people were accountable to me and we would set a goal and then check in the following week and see how that went, uh, that things really started to improve because of the accountability, obviously, They've got me chasing them to make sure they've done all their little improvements. Um, then it works. That's fascinating, isn't it? That people yeah. need that motivation of someone challenging them and um, keeping them towing the line. Well, absolutely. And it's, 
you know, the little changes really do make a big difference. I know it's a bit cliche, but, you know, even like getting daily exercise, research has shown that 30 minutes exercise a day cuts your risk of dementia by up to 40%, which is, you know, it's a big reduction. Yeah. And that's well known, although it's not widely publicized, it is well known um, and you are able to find information like that. So it's not just about menopausal health, it's about the rest of your life after that. Um, And because I work with busy women, much like myself, you know, someone said to me, okay, go and do this, make this change and it's going to take you an hour a day. There's no way I could do something for that long, you know, that wouldn't work. But if they said, well, this will take you a quarter of an hour or 10 minutes, then yes, I could do it. So all of my programs are designed for busy women who only have maybe a spare 10 or 15 minutes a day to make some changes. And the third thing I added in um, was advanced hypnotherapy. I waited 30 years to find someone to teach me exactly the techniques that my parents learned in the early 90s because they were light years ahead of their time. Um, and very different to standard hypnotherapy techniques, very dynamic. And they, you know, they used hypnotherapy for pain management and to work on physical illness, which wasn't standard at the time. Um, so I've now brought that into my practice as well. And I, I work with all sorts of um, scenarios there, but it's brilliant for if you, let's just say we know what we should be eating, but we still find ourselves eating the wrong things. And we know we need to be exercising more, but we just can't find the motivation to get up and do it. Hypnotherapy is brilliant for sorting that out really fast. So the symptoms really have got nowhere left to go. You know, we're covering the physical side and the psychological side and the emotional side. And when we work on all those bases at the same time, people do get about an 80% improvement within eight to 12 weeks or so. So yeah, so it works and it works fast. And it's a great alternative to those ladies who can't take HRT or simply don't want to take it for whatever mm. reason. So. But what, what a wonderful combination, the, mm. the, the the two together, how powerful that is. And then yeah. just bringing in the, the, you know, hip, I mean, I love hypnotherapy, but it's that mm. help with the eating. I mean, that's, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. It's good. So all the, all the programs are really tailored towards what, what the person wants at the time. You know, some women are, are brilliant with exercise and not so great with going to bed early. And some women are great at going to bed early, but not so great with diet. And so everything's kind of tailored to what they need. And if if they're sitting there saying, I just can't stop eating cake, then then we just bring the hypnotherapy. Worked on that. Yeah. Yeah. So it works. Brilliant. And and have you f- started or have you focused on menopausal women for quite a while or was it as you were going through your own perimenopause yes over the last few years or so it's kind of almost happened by accident um so nowadays about three quarters of my caseload is menopause related Mm. um and I do use herbs myself every day for menopause um partly because I had my son when I was 38 and like most new mums I got a bit of baby brain and then it got to about his fifth birthday and I realized that it hadn't gone and Mm. Then I thought about it and thought, actually, do you know, some other odd things have been happening as well. I bet I'm going into perimenopause and have been since I had him. Um, And then there was an afternoon where we were supposed to be meeting some of my distant relatives not too far from here. And it didn't it just didn't work out. You know, there were two cars going. One car didn't know where it was going. We left late and you know, these things happen, but I completely lost it. Like mm. I frightened myself. 
mm. with how completely irrational and crazy I'd gone over, you know, nothing very <laughs> disastrous, really. Um, and I thought mm, I better start taking my herbs, really. <laughs> and, and you knew what that was then? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. lucky, isn't it? I think it didn't yeah. just frighten me. It frightened everyone around me as well. And actually, you know, we have had a bit of a pattern of serious mental health issues in my family during menopause uh, to the point where some of my family have had to be sectioned, which is unusual. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly not a path I want to go down. So no. I take my medicine now. I, you know, I change the prescription every time I renew it. Uh, depending on what's going on at the time and I only take about a teaspoonful a day but so far touch wood it's been enough to keep me sane and firing on all cylinders so I honestly don't know what I would do without them wow god that's fantastic yeah, yeah so, so if if a woman comes to you or, or a number of women come to you will will each of them get a different combination of herbs does it depend on yes. the woman you, you you consult with them and then work out what they need yeah, I mean, it's it's a very different approach to mainstream medicine. So the mainstream approach to menopause is generally going to be antidepressants or some form of hormone replacement. Mm. And obviously, which one you're offered will depend on what's available at the time, because we've still got this problem with the ongoing shortages. Um, but it's almost a bit of a one size fits all. There are very strict protocols that the doctors have to work to. And what works well for one lady won't necessarily work for another and may even make matters worse. Mm. Herbal medicine is very different because what we're doing is treating you as a person and we're treating the menopause symptoms in the context of your wider health picture. So sometimes what can happen is we take the case history in the first consultation and we go through everything to do with your health with a fine tooth comb. And it turns out that actually... Hormones have never been right since your period started. And so we're not just treating menopause, we're treating menopause off the back of decades of hormone imbalance. And that may be related to all manner of different things, chronic stress and chronic inflammation or, you know, poor gut health or, you know, any any number of different things. So what we're doing is treating menopause in context and looking at the bigger picture and then I blend together usually about six or seven different herbs to address all areas at once. Um, it's quite hard to explain. It sounds really complicated, and I suppose it it is. But basically what we're doing is I build from the bottom up. So I start with looking at which herbs we need to address the very core underlying health issues. And often there's gut problems there, there's chronic inflammation and so on. So I put some herbs in for that. Then I add in some what we call nervines and adaptogens. So those are the ones that help us to cope with stress. Mm. And we're all so stressed these days that is, you know, the way we deal with stress and the way we manufacture our hormones are very closely interlinked. And I think that's very deliberate. I think that's how nature has made us. Because if you think about it, going back to your cave person days, if you were in danger of any kind you know threat from a neighboring tribe or animals or natural disasters your subconscious is going to realize that it's not actually a very good idea to fall pregnant and risk bringing a baby into this dangerous situation because that's not good for the survival of the species is it 
No, no. No, so the survival of the species always has to come before the survival of the individual. So it's no wonder that chronic stress will upset your reproductive cycle because it's lessening the, the chances of you falling pregnant when it's not safe to do so. Wow, that's interesting. That's how I see it. Yeah. So, which is a really, really clever mechanism. Mm. Um, and things like that make me really appreciate how clever our bodies are. But the flip side of that is we're all chronically stressed. And, you know, it will upset hormones, it will upset menstrual cycles, and it will inevitably make menopause quite difficult for a lot of yeah. us. So hence why I use nervines and adaptogens. So the nervines are the herbs that have a direct action upon the nervous system. And common ones you might have heard of would be things like chamomile, or lavender, um, St. John's wort, valerian, passionflower, right. those sorts of herbs. Mm. And they will lift you up or relax you depending on what you need. Um, and then alongside those, we put some adaptogens. I usually put one or two adaptogens into each prescription. So yeah, the adaptogens have more of a generic effect and they help your body out of its stress response, even if the stressful situation is still ongoing. Mm. So, and if um, so, if a woman comes to you, because I've obviously spoken to a lot of women with completely different scenarios as they're going through perimenopause, menopause, hmm. and there are a number of women who have quite acute symptoms, so really need something to work quite quickly. Okay. Yeah, and, and and HRT seems to seems to work in uh, quite quickly. And um, would herbs work? as quickly if someone needed something to help you know if you're depressed if you're you're struggling at your your work um yeah in my experience they do it, it a lot comes down to the herbs that we're using and the constitution of the person so yeah some constitutions respond faster to herbs than others but not just herbs all sorts of things you know people with slower constitutions will tend to respond more slowly not just to drugs but they might get sick very slowly and then they would get well very slowly as well. Whereas the other sorts of people are quite quick, aren't they? They're always on the go and they're buzzing around and they will, you know, drop like a stone all of a sudden when they feel unwell and yeah. then they bounce back really quickly as well. Yeah. So, and the same applies with herbal medicine. So I have seen it work very fast, but the nice thing about herbal medicine is it's not just about the medicine itself. It's about the whole process and the whole partnership between the three of us, myself, the patient and the herbs. And that alone, you know, just saying to a woman sat in front of you with 20 different menopause symptoms, okay, you're in charge. Which symptoms would you like to start working on first? We'll just build the medicine according to that. And that alone just really calms everything down, helps her to feel a bit more in control of her own body and her own destiny when it comes to her menopause. And it just takes the stress levels right back down. So that alone really helps. That's really powerful, mm. that giving the woman the choice to decide mm. which one she's going to work on. I can see how that would really help from a psychological and yeah. physical point of view. Yeah, and we can also add in herbs that are specific for different symptoms so there are herbs that we use that are specific for hot flushes and palpitations and insomnia and heavy periods and you know so they always go into the prescription as well brilliant and can you change that can you change that if you work on so you work on the hot, hot fl um, flushes and then that's 
is resolved and then the next major issue is maybe the brain fog or yeah yeah oh wonderful but each herb does more than one thing at once so each herb has what we call a main action which is like its main superpower and then it has other talents as well so you pick the herbs that will cover as many bases as possible depending on what you're trying to do yeah and, and do you see people who um, may have tried HRT and it hasn't agreed with them or doesn't work or they want to come off it because they want to try a more natural approach? Have you um, taken people off HRT and then onto herbs? Yes. Yeah. That's quite quite a big part of what I do. So the patient is always in charge and we just work to what she wants to do. If a lady would like to come off HRT, I always suggest that she takes the HRT and the herbs together for a good few weeks first so that everything gets a chance to settle down. And then slowly, we'd reduce the HRT. So usually women are on estrogen and progesterone, and we reduce the dose of both slowly at the same time. So she's not taking estrogen without the progesterone, for example. Um, There was one lady I saw who was desperate to get off and against my advice just started taking herself off almost from day one um and she actually was fine but you know that's that's how that worked out for her um I do get ladies who try HRT and just don't get on with it and I have ladies who are on HRT it's fixed some of the symptoms but not others so we're just using herbs to plug the gap really and then there's the ladies who've been on it for a while but want to come off without a rebound effect right so it's it's very individual wonderful so mm-hmm. so if if a lady is listening and she thinks okay i think i'm going into perimenopause i've had you know a few symptoms feeling not quite myself presumably it it's better to start as early as possible on the herb so you're balancing your hormones which will then hopefully lessen the symptoms is is that right yeah I mean as with all things the sooner you start the easier it is to fix if you're in the very early stages or just about to head into perimenopause you might be noticing really subtle things like I don't know you're drunk after three glasses uh three three glasses glasses. anyone would be drunk (laughs) three mouthfuls of wine (laughs) how many do you have (laughs) well clearly not enough But, you know, poor alcohol tolerance, sleep disturbance, putting on a bit of weight and finding it's a bit harder to shift the normal, you know, odd little things going on here and there, but not what we would specifically call menopause symptoms. If you catch it at that stage, usually self-care, if you know what to do and how to do it, is enough to get on top of it. Um, and likewise, in the early stages of perimenopause, again, where you're getting a you know a bit more sleep disturbance and a bit more weight gain, and you know the periods are starting to jump around a bit. If you know what to do with the with the self care, again, you can normally get on top of your symptoms by yourself. It's knowing what to do. That's why I've, I've got um, two self care programs on my website where I've done all the research, I've done all the hard work, I've tested it on my patients for years, so I know what works and what doesn't. And you can just take yourself through either just the modules that you're interested in or all of them, all of the eight modules. Once you pass that, you know, if if you're trying all these things and you're still not quite able to get on top of the symptoms, then it's time to start looking at the herbs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But by then you'll have done the groundwork already. So it should be fairly quick, easy and inexpensive to, to start your herbal treatment. 
Um, and you're putting yourself in a strong position to enter that phase of your life as healthy as possible. Yeah, you can't go wrong with self-care. You always yeah. start with self-care. Yeah. Um, so, so the options that you have for women, that, what, what do you want to talk us through what they are, what you offer? Yeah, it really depends on what stage of perimenopause you're at and how bad your symptoms are. So if your symptoms are off the scale terrible and you can't live a normal life or you've got menopause on top of something else like, I don't know, fibromyalgia or lupus or something like that and it's quite complex, um, then I do an intensive one-to-one program over 12 weeks, which is the herbal medicine combined with health coaching and or hypnotherapy. Um, and I can put together a completely bespoke program as well. So we might say, okay, well, we need five hypnotherapy sessions, 12 coaching sessions, and all the medicine, you know, that we need for 12 weeks. And I'll, I'll build that individually for that person. Mm. Then, um, then there's the standard 12 week program, which is the one I just described. And then there's a eight week, just herbal medicine on its own program. Um, so no health coaching and if if your symptoms are fairly mild then normally the eight-week program is fine for that and then if um, budget's an issue or if you want to just focus on the self-care and really get into that first um, I've got a program called rejuvenate which is eight modules that you learn at home under your own steam or you can get the girls together and and go through the course together Um, and each module focuses on a different aspect of menopause and life after menopause so we have some on hot flushes and you know the rather peculiar symptoms we've got mental health brain health weight gain fatigue um, and it just goes through everything all the supplements we've got a bit of aromatherapy in there we've got a doctor who um, teaches functional breathing to rebalance hormones in perimenopause so there's quite a good mix it's not just me you know, wittering on. It's it, I have brought some other people to witter on about their their superpowers as well. That sounds a lovely balance and mixture of solutions. It's very holistic mm. and it's very flexible as well because I appreciate sometimes budget is an issue. So if you know you just want to focus on hot flushes, then just do the hot flushes module. Yeah. And if you want to do everything, then you know do all the modules. It's up to you. So. Um, and that's a nice way of doing it. And if someone just wants to learn a little bit more and, and dip a toe in the water, then I've got um, monthly online menopause cafes and we do a different theme each month. So we've just this month we've done spirituality and menopause because I think that's an area that isn't really explored very much at the moment. Mm. Um, and menopause has always been a spiritual awakening, you know, in other cultures and and even in our own culture until fairly recently, it's been seen as a a big transformation in every sense and a real rite of passage that's very positive you know it takes you into your elder phase where you would have been very highly revered and respected and got a chance to put your feet up and be waited on for a while and you know that would be nice bring that back I say yes exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but you know it's something I've experienced myself over the last few months where you know it doesn't matter what I do I can't you know I haven't been able to move forward and develop things in the way that I wanted to and now, just now, I feel like there's two versions of me. It's really quite hard to describe. So there's a kind of very wise, very grounded, centered version, which doesn't really care about anything in particular, <laughs> just very chilled, no matter what goes on. And then there's normal me who gets stressed about the things we all get stressed about. And so it's like I have to tune into the right version of me. <laughs> 
That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, so we have this need for time and space and, you know, the opportunity to just be when we reach perimenopause. The problem is we've probably got family to look after and partners and a career to follow and, you know, the world isn't stopping for us when we need to stop. So the the last online cafe we had was talking about how you – still run your life from inside your cocoon um which was really interesting and then the next one we're going to do in september because we take august off that's going to be more focused on um weight management and you know what you can do to make it easier to lose weight in perimenopause because it does seem to be a bit of a nemesis for a lot of ladies it's probably the number one symptom i'm hearing most about just at the moment and there are ways to to get your weight back on track in perimenopause but quite often you need to make some fairly drastic changes uh, to diet and exercise. So, we'll be- Yeah, it's that localised weight, isn't it, around the tummy that is sort of very yeah. – that's a good hint that you're entering it's delightful, this phase it? of – yes, it's like a new friend. <laughs> yes, that just won't go away. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, totally. But that all sounds fascinating. So how can people get hold of you, Hannah? Where can they reach you? What's your email address? What's your website so they can – contact you so the website's just got about everything on it so and uh, that's at www.physichealth.uk i'll spell physic because it's a bit mm. of a funny one so physic is the old word for herbal medicine um so it's p-h-y-s-i-c and then health.uk there's no co in there Okay, and um, I'll put that on the episode uh, yeah. summary as well, so everyone can have access to that. But and that that's fascinating. Now, is there anything else you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, if you would like to join either of my free natural menopause groups, which are online, there's one on LinkedIn and one on Facebook. You're very welcome to join in that as well. And it's just a bit of a safer space. It's a bit less public. Uh, right. If you want to yeah. discuss something in private. Um, and we do all sorts of things in their discussions and questions and open clinics and all sorts of things in there. So that's a nice one to join. But thank you very much. It's been really lovely chatting with you. It's been really lovely chatting to you. And that information is 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 wonderful. I just love the whole, as you say, the holistic approach. I just think that that's, yeah, I love that. It's, it's lovely. And I think, you know, if you can't indulge in a bit of TLC now, when can you? exactly you know it's, it's yeah. got it's vital isn't it's non-negotiable at this point it's such a good window of opportunity to get your health right for the rest of your life if you are able to work with someone to help you do that it's well worth doing mm. and also I would just say please spread the word about herbal medicine for menopause because it it might save someone's life putting it bluntly it's not and, out there very much is it I mean you don't see it anywhere in the me. mainstream <laughs> <laughs> the lone the lone voice for Western herbal medicine in menopause. There are quite a few herbalists who specialize in menopause, but they don't get out there and tell anyone. Um, you know, I've just had a message this afternoon from someone who said she's laid up in bed, her relationship's over because of her moods, she's been off work for weeks, and she's it's all menopause. Yeah. And that's so sad. She can't take HRT. You know, and there are thousands more like her but they don't know that herbal medicine is a really good option so if you get the opportunity to spread the word please do because you know it it might really help someone yeah well hopefully from this podcast people are going to learn more about it and your your word will get out there even more 
Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yes, I do my best. Oh, thank you for joining us, Hannah. <laughs> it's been a much. pleasure. Thanks. Okay, bye. Yeah, bye. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Hannah. I found it absolutely fascinating. If you'd like to be on Menopause Buddies, please do contact me on Annie at menopausebuddies.co.uk.